A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Out to build an extension. Asked my mother if it was a grave. If she had said it to me, I would said, no, it's yours, and buried them in it. Jeez, it was pure evil. There seems like, to the wow. person who texted him, we won't mention your name, but there seems that there's more going on there than you're letting on. Well, obviously, that neighbour isn't coming out of nowhere saying what they said. There was probably fights throughout the years or oh, I slide know the, digs. Yeah, I want to know the juicy, the juicy details, yeah. the screaming matches, the rows, the, uh, the drug. Like, has anyone ever lived beside someone who wound up, like, growing stuff in the attic? And had their house raided. God, could you stuff? There was a guy around the corner from me, and it turns out for, he was dealing in stolen goods. And really? for like a year, the guards had rented the house across and were just watching them. Oh a big raid God. on the house. Yeah. Stop. I'm sure, I'm sure there's loads. You probably can't come on if you're living in certain parts of Dublin and say, Yeah, no. actually, I'm here. And no. you know what? They're growing. There's 80 plants up in the attic. Uh, happy day's job done. But you know what I mean? Stuff like that just must absolutely be. Uh, tormenting you let us know what the crack is anyway if you have any uh, horrifically bad stories of living with terrible neighbours and how bad they were to you we want to know 0876797104 I had neighbours a few years ago and every night without fail I think they used to be showering showering the dog or something because the, when the loud, loud shower stopped the dog would run up and down the stairs about 20 times this was at a half two in the morning and the walls were like cardboard oh my god that's really strange like, fair enough, you having a shower and having the hairdryer on really loud, you know, yeah. during the night, that's very annoying. That happened to me when I had Airbnb guests mm. staying with me. But a dog, yeah. you're not meant to wash your dog often. Yeah, that's a bit of an odd one. Very odd. And that's the annoying thing about the new houses. The quality of the build is useless, you know, because literally it's paper thin. And mm. You can hear everything in the house next door. And yeah. if there's any sort of uh, noise, it's annoying. But listen, uh, if you've got any other good ones, if you've if you've ever unfortunately been stuck beside neighbours from hell that just tormented you, you lost loads of sleep. They were having parties at Monday, you know, a Monday evening at nine o'clock, and you're like, "Clouds, what in the name of God's going on?" Or they just like screaming around twenty four seven. Or they came in and like that person texted in saying they asked for your Wi Fi password. Like, where would you get that from? Bizarre. A cup of sugar back in the day. You're like, yeah, fine, don't worry about it. I'll give Even you some milk. that, people don't really do that anymore because the shop is down the road. Do you know what I mean? Unless it would was. Would you not give your neighbour now a cup of sugar I if they would. were in need? But say the neighbour that asked me for an onion. Right, he wasn't. <laughs> he was Spanish, right? So he wasn't Irish, and I think it was his way as well of kind of, you know, this is what you do for your neighbours. As in, it's a good thing to be asking for stuff. So he'd ask me all the time for milk or bread or... When he was asking for those things, was he wearing pants? <laughs> Barely. Can I have an onion? Or you want a person you want a sausage? Oh, hello. But Maybe. I feel like it was in their culture to be like, you know... Popping into each other. Yeah, as in, have you got sugar? Instead of the, the shop literally being three doors down. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, and he works nights at home. 
So no excuses. There's no like, excuse yeah, really. Like. Grand job. Cool. Uh, any other good stories you have about your horrible neighbours? Let us know what they got up to, how much they tormented you. And are you still living beside them, or did you wind up, did you wind up getting free? Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one four. Still to come before the end of the show, the inventor of the most human-like, lifelike, artificial intelligence robot. Sophia, you may have seen her online. She was unveiled about three or four years ago. Um, she once declared that she wants to destroy all of humanity. Anyway, Sophia's the robot's name. You could be getting your hands on one sooner rather than later. They're going to become more uh, popular and more of them are going to be made at a lower cost over the next couple of years as well. We have the inventor, founder, owner of that robot on with us before the end of the show this evening. On the way next, Control-Alt-Delete. Elon Musk, he wants flying cars and there may be a scientific cure for your hangover. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Let's come on the show, the owner, founder and creator, CEO of uh, Hanson Robotics, the company that created Sophia, the robot that once declared it wants to destroy all of mankind. They're rolling out production and it's the most lifelike human robot that has ever been invented. Uh, he'll be on for a chat a little bit later on about when you can expect to get your hands on one of these dolls. Will it be looking after the washing? Who knows? Right now, though. Room 104's Control-Alt-Delete. Today's Tech Today. There you go. Today's Tech Today for tomorrow and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, quick roundup of the... Uh, the maddest tech stories from the last week starting off not necessarily a tech story but I mean a good news story about uh, preventing you from ever getting a hangover ever again Uh, like I want to hear more about this because I've tried a lot of things let's be honest I mean what what would be your go to post what would be your hangover kind of cure I cannot go without blue Powerade that's a lot it's a favourite for a lot of people it's the only thing that gives me some sort of kind of energy or life. I saw life back into my body. The the one thing I go to one is the original Lucasade. Yeah, that will work. I might get some of that on the way home. It's so beautiful. So good. Oh. See, food, I'm not, like, I feel dead the next day. Like, yeah. I can't think straight. Yeah. I can't function properly. So, food-wise, yeah, I obviously want to go for, like, the chicken filler roll or the pizza or that kind of stuff. But to actually be able to get out of bed... Someone needs to challenge. have that power rate ready for me or I'm <laughs> yeah. just not well. Uh, you know what? Send us in your hangover cures as well. The LucasAid, the Powerade uh, are good. Mine will probably be, I don't need hot chicken roll or breakfast roll. The only things I'd stomach really. Yeah. That, chicken roll is good. But do you ever get that if there's any kind of fatty bit or there's something off in that roll that will just turn your stomach around? Yeah. Now listen... Always drink responsibly. Yes. Never drink anyway in the first place and give your soul up to God and just be abstinent for the rest of your life and don't touch a drop. It'd be absolutely fine. Uh, But there are some people working on a solution to the hangover and to try and prevent you from feeling like absolute hell. And one company has come out with a thing called the Plug Anti-Hangover Drink. Now, I don't want to make this too much of an advertising for this. I'm not even sure if it's available here. Um, but the difference between this is that it's it's kind of organic, plant-based. It's not full of chemicals. There's no caffeine in it. And the one active ingredient that um, works in this is it suppresses your body's production of glutamate, which is apparently a neurotransmitter which is one of the reasons why you wake up stressed and anxious and groggy after a night out there's a build up of this glutamate thing in your head and what this drink does it's designed to suppress this glutamate thing so you wake up relaxed calm collected not in bits and it sounds like it'll prevent you from developing the chronic fear as well 
Okay. So you're meant to drink this up to about two hours before you start consuming alcohol. Mm. Responsibly, of course, but this is one of the active ingredients in it, or with the, its active ingredient, uh, and its formula is meant to prevent the buildup of glutamate in your head so that you don't feel like absolute hell. Is it worth a go? No, it's probably not. Although I don't know why science hasn't figured this one out yet. I know, know, yeah. I know, it's it's just the alcohol in your liver and you get dehydrated and that's why you get the headache and, you know, the body struggles to break down alcohol and everything else gets put on hold and all that kind of stuff. But But there is that other thing that you can get in a chemist that you drink before it's a, it's a little sachet thing you put in a, a thing of water you mm. have it before you go out and the same thing is meant to happen yeah a few people I know swear by that stuff don't know what it's called but yeah and I always you know now we haven't been out in a year which no. is so depressing mm. like proper out out as in nightclub out we yeah. haven't been out out in a year uh, and there's always you know you always say to yourself no I'll leave a bottle of water beside the bed now and a pint of water job done you always forget never do and then your mouth is just on fire or just dry as the desert and there you go and but, um, sometimes water just does not cut it though no you need something a bit better than that mm. to give you a kick but anyway um, if you're looking for a hangover cure because you're drinking on your own at home now and Saturdays are becoming absolute hell uh, there you go this thing is called the plug and it's there to help pr- it's all plant based natural remedy it may not be available here by the way but uh, it's currently being developed and released over in the United States and they claim to be able to help prevent you from developing the fear waking up stressed and groggy and your head all over the place because it'll remove and help remove that glutamate neurotransmitter which is uh, leading you to be a little bit more anxious and stressed out so that's uh, one uh, maybe positive story we're heading in the right direction now Elon Musk he always seems to be popping up a few of his rockets blew up there a couple of days ago there was a few failed landings he's been all over the shop the last while but he apparently long term wants to make his Teslas be able to hover yeah yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know, but I mean, he is a eccentric billionaire, so why not? I mean, he's got electric cars, he wants to make clean energy, he's got blow torches, and now he kind of wants hovering flying cars. Hovering flying cars just, yeah. like, terrifies me. So he just wants them, he said he just wants them to hover uh, about a metre above the ground. And he said if it obviously falls down, it's just going to wreck the car, but you'll be fine. It's not like, you, they're not only going to be flying in the air, they're just hovering across the air. Uh, I know, but what if somebody is underneath them? You know, just hover over them. Yeah, but if it drops and just fails, oh, and they'll be in the, mi- in the middle of the road. Like you're not going to be a meter's only like what size the height of a desk? Like, so no one's going to be. They'll be on the road. I mean, you think about it; it might be better. Okay, for... Okay, a child. Yeah, it's not going to be good for the children. No. no. Do you know what I mean? Like a kid running. I suppose you're about a meter, aren't you? I'm not too <laughs> far off. Yeah, just a car in the head, just crossing over and bang. Elon Musk drove over search my god I just don't understand what the purpose is of that uh, well maybe to, to cut traffic so you're like I'm just going to fly over this car now uh, well you wouldn't even be able to oh yeah it wouldn't it even just, be big enough made, no but maybe it'll be better for the roads there wouldn't be as many potholes or damage to the roads because the roads would be wouldn't be getting so hammered. you'd be hovering instead of driving driving you'd be hovering a metre above the road yeah so listen th- these are his plans right uh, and he hasn't figured out obviously how to do it yet uh, he needs to sort out his own cars at the moment and get the whole electrical stuff sorted done and dusted but there you go that's his plan which he was uh, recently revealed to have said um, you know in, in a recent podcast interview he recently revealed said that that's one of his uh, ambitions is to have you driving a car that can hover okay wouldn't feel safe no tyres on the road gives you that little bit of grip you kind of like it 
moving on next story another another story backing up uh, more claims as to why dogs are better than cats uh, there was a story a while ago which you reported on but a new uh, research uh, professor has come out of the University of California again showing another uh, study showing that dogs are able to smell COVID in your sweat they're geniuses they really really are just amazing why we're not rolling out dog testing centres for COVID which would be far more you know user friendly than yeah. sticking something right in your nose and just oh. uh, so yeah over published in the Journal of Osteopathic Medicine uh, Professor Tommy Dickey over in University University of California conducted the study and yet not only they've looked at other aspects of your smell but they can now accurately detect trained dogs can detect if you've COVID just by smelling your sweat and, and do you know going, what oh, there you go now he's COVID that could be more accurate mm, than yeah, some of the be. tests which is yeah, great yeah so I'm telling you just let's get hundreds of thousands of dog centres lined up and then you can go in job done happy days the dog will sniff you and let you know if you've got it Brilliant. As opposed to the invasive test that are at the moment. But uh, yeah, there you go. So uh, there was previous ones. That was over in California. There was another one in Germany that had also looked at the same thing and found that dogs were able to detect with a high degree of accuracy whether or not you have COVID uh, and now... And they uh, could probably do it immediately as well. Oh, they would, yeah. They've been doing this two-week wait. And no, no. They would just like bark. Mm. Bark if they have it and don't bark if they don't. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. So that's, I suppose, some good news. Um, Very good news. For dogs and dog the dog lovers that are out there listening this evening. Uh, now... There has been an explosion in the amount of people who believe in conspiracy theories over the last year. Now, I, I will admit, I love going onto YouTube and watching an old batshit crazy like documentary about how aliens had sex with the Egyptians and that's why we're here. Mm. You know, just mad stuff. Yeah. Absolutely love it because it's just so far-fetched. You're like, this is amazing. And you have to admire the creativity of some people to come up with some of this absolute madness right? but it's escapism for some people That's and then I mean, yeah. for others it's truth it's truth and it's gospel yeah. uh, another one of the growing communities online has been the flat earthers yes people who believe the earth is flat and that uh, there's a massive conspiracy to prevent you from ever getting to the edge of the world and that we're living under a dome and that there's an ice wall around the world and that the whole earth is flat and we're not living on a sphere Right, and that has gained so much traction from people that you're kind of like, oh my god, well, it just gives you, you know, makes your brain bleed. Even though we like we send people into space, but they don't believe that, obviously, and you can't work with logic on these things. No, you can't. Anyway, some people, even in this country right here, believe the Earth is flat. Right, absolutely, one hundred percent flat, and nothing we can do for them. But someone is trying to combat that, and has set up a crowdfunder. Gentleman from Scotland. His name is God. Mark God is a gentleman from Scotland. Uh, what G- a name. Yeah, actually funny. Gold. Sorry, Gold. Um, not God. That, that would have been too good. But um, he has set up a crowdfunder because he wants to fund a... He wants to send a flat earther into space on like Virgin Galactic or Elon Musk's... See, do you think that's a ploy from the flat earther who said... Earth... Er, I can't even say the word. Earther? Who is just saying it just to maybe get noticed and get to go to space? Uh, no, I, I don't think so. Um, it th- is a good idea though. This guy, see, this guy um, isn't a flat earther. He wants to send a flat earther to prove to the flat earther that it's obviously we live in a sever- spherical yeah. planet. Uh, he needs to raise 345 grand to do this. He's currently raised just uh, 200. <laughs> so he's a little good bit attempt. off. A, a good attempt. Good attempt, isn't it? Appreciate the incentive. But the only problem is mm. if you send 
a flat earther into space and you pay for them to go on Virgin Galactic and Richard Branson's line they go into space they're still just going to find a way to not believe the fact that they're in space they'll be like 100%. this is a hologram uh, this is a projection yeah. we probably haven't even left the earth these are probably screens outside and this is all a hoax so you could send them into space and they still won't believe they still wouldn't believe <laughs> and you'd just be like my god Like, can you? I often wonder right people who don't believe we landed on the moon and people don't believe we've gone to space and, and all that kind of stuff and believe in a flat earth can you imagine like the first astronauts who for so many years went through hell to be the people who are selected astronauts and they're geniuses they're like the top 0.001% in intelligence and in fitness and just these super intelligent astronaut freaks in every sense of the word right they're just way better than you and I and everyone else listening and they finally do it and they get there and someone comes back and goes I don't believe you you didn't go to space you're, you're, you're full of it and you're like no 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 I've literally seen the planet from like miles away and like no you didn't you're actually flat and you're like no 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 but you're not understanding me yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. you just can't get through to them you just have to leave them but I think yeah if they're going to raise this much money to send someone to space and they still don't buy it mm. like you just have to give up I, d- I don't know what more you can do you could send them to space like we've cameras up on the International Space Station which will show the Earth being curved but look Sure, look. Say nothing. Satellites wouldn't work. Weather wouldn't work. Tides wouldn't work. And the moon... Anyway, anyway, listen, you know there's flat earthers out there. A man is trying to uh, change that and he's trying to crowdfund a trip to space for one of them. Uh, he has only gotten $228 last checked of the $345,000 that he needs. If you want to go donate and make this happen, happy days. Or if you know Richard Branson or Elon Musk and they want to donate a seat to a flat earther, uh, job done, uh, happy days. A final story as well. Um... Scientists over in the University of Pennsylvania have figured out a way to use LEDs that could levitate two tiny plastic plates. Now, when I say levitate two tiny plastic plates, we're talking like not microscopic, but like only a couple of millimeters in length inside a vacuum. And they've used light to technically create a hoverboard type thing. Yeah. Very, very small. Um, But maybe it could pave the way for like a magic carpet. Or a hoverboard from that Back to the Future. would be yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, so listen, they wanted to see if the plates would uh, levitate it, lifted solely by the power of light. Now, I don't know exactly how that's done because ma- light is technically massless and doesn't really take up any room, but I suppose there's some energy behind it and there's some, as they say, soft particle- particles in microfluidic devices. Who knows what that means? But basically, LEDs were set beneath an acrylic vacuum chamber and were able to levitate two tiny little uh, plastic bits of stuff. So the only thing that would, they have obviously figured out how to use the light in this vacuum to levitate things. So who knows, we might be one step closer to Back to the Future style hoverboards. I would love that. That would be that would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, in my lifetime, if I can go on a hoverboard or a magic carpet, I will be happy out. Job done. Happy days. Listen, that's Control, Alt, Delete. Still to come as well, the inventor of the world's most human-like robot. She declared she wanted to destroy all mankind. She's got citizenship over in Dubai and is sitting on a UN Council of Innovation. Sophia is her name. Freaky-looking robot, like really terrifying stuff. But they're rolling out production of more of them over the coming months and for the rest of the year. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM 104. 
Oh, how cute. She loves you. She's throwing that in to throw us off, yeah. Clean Bandit, higher. It's Cormac and Susie here on Room 104 with Play Blue. You can see what takes your fancy at playblue.ie. You know you want to. Uh, funny story there about Naked Attraction. Have you ever watched that story? Have you ever watched that show, Naked I've Attraction? I've watched it once or twice, yeah. Odd. It is odd, yeah. Odd, but odd, the news odd. out now. Oh, it's very odd indeed. We'll get back to that in a second. Uh, a couple of your, your hangover cures in. Remember, always drink responsibly. Never drink. You will never get a hangover. There's a new uh, drink hitting the market in the US that claims to get rid of your hangover fear by reducing one of the neurotransmitters, glutamate, that apparently makes you stressed out in the morning and apparently uses an all-natural recipe and will prevent you from getting that fear and anxiety in the morning. Who knows if it'll work? Do you Maybe. know what's really funny about that? It's like, it's organic, it's natural, but you're actually putting so much toxins in your body in the first place that this is why you need this. Yeah, I mean, anything in comparison to everything you've drank the night before is yeah. probably, oh my God, wow, natural. So, um, uh, that's, uh, well, we just want to know some of your home remedies that make you feel a little bit better after a few too many fizzy drinks when you've been tired and emotional what is your go-to kind of hangover cure let us know there's a few come in there and let us know any good ones that you have 0876797104 back with music from Medusa with Dermot Kennedy Paradise it's next on F1 you're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong FM 104 Still to come on the show this evening, the inventor of Sophia, the world's most human-like robot. It's the one that declared it wants to destroy all of humanity. I'm sure they've issued it with an update and they've been like, okay now, Sophia, calm down. Anyway, it's from a company called Hanson Robotics and we'll be chatting to the CEO and founder uh, on the show in just a few moments' time as well. So if you want to know how close you are to getting your own I don't know, robotic slave, you can let us know. 0876797104. There was also news today about a potential hangover cure, an all-natural drink that's called the plug, and it's meant to prevent you from getting that anxiety and that fear and that fogginess the next morning because it helps remove a certain chemical in your brain that causes those things. Whether it will work or not, I never really buy into these hangover cures Mm. anyway. But sure, look, uh, a lot of people have sent in their own homemade hangover cures. And I'm really sad to say no one has said, just don't drink and pray to God instead. No one has said that. No. Um, Which would obviously solve all your issues in that regard. But... Um, there are some very interesting messages coming in here. Um, yeah, there's after your night's drinking, just put a pint of water before you go to bed and you're top of the morning after that. Do you know what? It's so hard to, even if you do remember to drink the water, it's so hard to drink a pint of water, I find. I'm not used to drinking that much water. And, on, on, and on top of like the uh, the garlic cheese fries you've just wolfed down. I know, down, yeah. Uh, after, the, after the night out. But you know as well, if you do remember and you've probably had a fair night out yeah. and you're sitting there in the kitchen making sure you're drinking the water it's very very hard to keep drinking because you know the more you drink the less you're going to feel terrible in the morning so just stand there by the tap just keep filling up the water but it's bloody tough just remember guys always drink responsibly but on the off chance that something has gone wrong where you have not done so mm. what are your go-to hangover kind of cures the next day an egg yolk one egg yolk eat one egg yolk and you're sort of that's like a raw egg yolk that's disgusting yeah no, but you do that uh, I would need a, an egg yolk on a, on a day that I'm feeling great yeah true so no pint of water diorolite and vitamin C yeah I heard diorolite's very good yeah, and vitamin C, actually. My sister is a dietitian. She's always saying, just put a vitamin C tablet in water, drink that before bed. There was, I don't know if they did them here, they definitely did them over in the United States where you could hire somebody to come around with a drip and they would rehydrate you. Oh, that's a great idea. 
I don't know. Did they do it here? I don't know. But basically, you would pay a couple of hundred quid, and someone would come out and hook you up to an IV line. Yeah. And um, what do they call it? It's like a saline solution or whatever it is. They're um, brilliant. Sure, they. Do, you know, they obviously. I had one in hospital last year when I was in there, just yeah. constantly on a drip. Now your hands would be frozen to the bone because you're getting all this water just pumped into you. But yeah. definitely made you feel very bright. Did it though? But I just yeah. wonder would it work for. Uh, actual hangovers and you know would it actually make a difference or is it just a case if you need to just sleep it off is the only actual cure for dealing with alcohol so you just need to sleep it off no I think once you drown yourself in water then Mm. sleep it off and then you'll feel great when you wake up Uh, a Jur's deli roll what's this now Alan that sounds good who's Jur a Jur's deli roll or Jur's who's Jur it's probably a local shop that has a great deli in it yeah well we need to know exactly where these yeah, things where are yeah where is this now what's going on and dun, dun, dun. but yeah any other ones let us know 87 you're going to go to comfort eating hangover solution cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states United Healthcare short term insurance plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget friendly coverage for you learn more at UH1.com there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Night after, you might have been a little bit rough. Ropey, yeah. Ropey and Do you know rough. what? People have hangovers at different times of the day as well. You know, some people wake up in bits and other people it takes till later in that evening. Yeah, some people can wake up and be all like, I'm actually fine. Yeah, and I you're do that. surprised. You're like, this is great. And then it yeah. slowly creeps in and goes, ah, 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 Saoirse, yeah. hang on a second there now. Oh, it hits me later in the day and I just can't. And then I usually sleep amazingly the next night. Yeah. Never drink, so, folks. Never. Always drink responsibly. Yeah. Visit drinkaware.ie and just, you know, give, give up. Just never, ever drink, ever again. Yeah, just don't drink. End off. I think that is the solution to uh, to the problem. Um, still to come on the show, we are going to be chatting to the uh, inventor of that robot, Sophia, in a few moments' time as well. And also, uh, it's looking like we've had some suggestions for Luke and Russian swords, but it is looking like uh, Walkinstown is going to be getting the nomination this week for being remixed into uh, the next song. So we've had uh, Fingless. Let's get down, let's get down, Fingless. We've had... Cabra. Cabra, I want to meet you in Cabra. We had Stalorgan. I'm so sorry, Stalorgan. Absolutely knocked out of the park. Yeah, 100%. Last week was, uh, was, was Drimna, which went like this. Drimna, what's my name? Drimna, what's my name? I do sound like a 12 year old boy, but. I mean, you know. 
Don't know why. It's, it's all moving in the right direction. So it looks like it's walking down. So we need to know famous chippers, pubs, people, main roads, clubs. Um, what else do we need to know from Walkinstown? Famous people, schools you went to, local shops, barbers, hairdressers, anything that's iconic. Yeah, and any iconic stories that must be known about Walkinstown. I think we'll do that this week. So let us know. It's- You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Medusa, Dermot Kennedy, Paradise, Cormac and Sisha here on Room 104. Uh, we're going to be chatting to the inventor of the robotic doll. Not the robotic doll, it's the really human-like robot, Sophia. Google it, terrifying uh, how lifelike and real this is. But it's going to become a part of your everyday life sooner rather than later. Uh, there's a story this evening. Uh, have you seen that show, uh, Naked Attraction? I think it's the strangest, weirdest show that's on TV. Basically, it's a dating show. Mm. One person has to pick five mystery people five from five or six might be more mystery people behind or what would you say that's not behind closed doors but basically they're revealed from their toes up yeah it's like it's it's nearly like um a changing room door yeah. you know where you can yeah, see yeah, the yeah. bottom but um somebody on the show got a little bit excited turns out that one of the winners apparently uh was male and was a little bit too excited and apparently had to be escorted off the set and uh, that's come out in the, the latest series it must be obviously coming back on TV it's the strangest show I've ever seen in my entire life and I, and I still don't know how, what, what to make of it because on one hand you have all these people who are saying don't judge a book by its cover and people aren't their bodies but then you have people making massive yeah. judgments the whole thing is like what do you make of their toes and their feet and then what do you make of their their pelvis area and what's going on in their groin area and you're making you know decisions about them and then you talk to me it's very weird it is quite weird um, but how embarrassing for that man like, like I'm sure that happens all the time where you get a bit excited when you didn't mean to get excited oh, God. and you know it's not like he was going around touching the people he just got excited but because it was shown on TV but, that we yeah I, I don't get it If I'm sure you, if you're listening I'm sure you've seen the show if you haven't like the screen reveals the naked people behind this thing but again it, it kind of pulls up so mm. their their legs are revealed first then they're just standing there with their bits out yeah. waist down and then the boobs are revealed and the last thing to be revealed is the face and they're talking away and like it's a bit of crack and they have I suppose they have all different shapes and size bodies up there and, and different types of people but they it's just do. so weird and I don't see how you can get away with putting like full frontal lads and ladies on and then go mad that someone has gotten a bit too excited you know what I mean I know that's what I mean like it, it is all about the naked body yeah you know and an excited happy body is better than a non-excited happy body oh god very very strange show and yeah. I don't know how you're going to get more shocking than that you won't they're going to have to have a new show where they're like right we're going to blindfold you mm. both of you have sex with each other and you have sex with five other people live yeah. on, on the show now and then see which person you enjoyed sex with the most. That's yeah. the only way they can take that next. 100%, yeah. And I think they will. Because we've no morals anymore. Just absolute shock and filth. Um, so listen, that's what happened. It turns out that a man got a little bit too excited after he won a naked attraction. <laughs> this wouldn't happen if he kept his bloody clothes on. Right? Yeah, this wouldn't happen now back in, in 1980s Ireland where the only excitement was the Angels at 6 o'clock and that was it. Still go. 
still going. Anyway, uh, any other hangover cures worth mentioning? Gives a shout. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. On the way next, David Hansen. He invented that robot Sophia that once said it was going to take over the entire world and destroy humanity. But uh, how close are you to getting one in your own house? Maybe he'll be looking after the dishes for you. Let us know. Oh eight seven. Well, we'll he'll find out next. But he's on the way next. If any questions for him, let him know. Drop us a WhatsApp. But uh, David Hansen, inventor of Sophia, the human robot. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Hope you're well. Now, in the future, do you envisage that you're going to have maybe a, a robotic helper person around your ha- house? Is your granny not going to have a carer? They'll have a robo-nurse looking after them. And maybe even your best friend in the next couple of years could be a robotic humanoid device that is becoming more and more popular now. Well, if you think that's kind of crazy sci-fi talk, it's happening now. You might have seen the robot make the news over the last number of years called Sophia. She's the most human-like um, robot robot that has ever been produced in the in the world, created by a company called Hanson Robotics. And joining us now to talk about that robot, the future of robotics, how you could be seeing more of them in your daily life and what that might mean for the entire world and the future uh, of society. David... Uh, Hanson from Hanson Robotics joins us now. David, thanks a million for popping on. How are things? Thank you. Things are all right. I'm really happy to talk with you about the future with robotics. Robots are making our world better already, uh, but uh, this wave of transformation has just begun. Talk us through a little bit about, I guess, the life of robots, what they're going to be doing in the future for us. Robot Sophia. It's all very fascinating. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah. So uh, robots are, uh, in the beginning, they, they were inspired by uh, humans and are often inspired by other organisms. Uh, and in engineering, we call this bio-inspired engineering. Artificial intelligence uh, is also inspired by people, by human cognition. Now, AI often is not fully bio-inspired and isn't human-like in its nature, but at Hanson Robotics, we're working to bring these technologies to deliver a more human-like experience for users, um, which can be useful in healthcare, uh, for therapy applications, for conversation, for uh, avatar or telepresence robots, which can simulate a human-like presence. We've had Sophia and some of her older sibling robots through the years tested in autism uh, applications, which proved really effective, elder care, uh, medical simulation. And now we're uh, competing uh, in a telepresence uh, application with a version of Sophia for the XPRIZE. So what has held us back previously was the manufacturing. Now we've solved uh, a substantial number of issues around manufacturing uh, our bio-inspired skin material that we call frubber. It's, uh, it's very lifelike results in, in very natural expressions. And we're applying uh, many uh, breakthrough automated manufacturing techniques, which is getting our costs down and our uh, capacity up. And the quality is really, really excellent for these robots now as well. Do you envision a future in which like there'll be a robot in every household? In some ways, there are simple robots in almost every household. Uh, automation is all around us. Uh, if you have a if you have a, a printer for your computer, it is a robot in a way. And there are robot vacuum cleaners, and there's 
you know, automated uh, thermostat systems. And these robots are getting more uh, complex and sophisticated with the Internet of Things, uh, smart households. Um, of course, what we're talking about here, I think the big question behind your question is, will autonomous, intelligent robots be rolling around the home in a way that seems to be alive? I, mm. I think so. I, I think I think it, I think it will happen. I think uh, within our lifetimes we may see uh, robots that begin to match human general intelligence. That's exciting prospect. It's also it is a little scary. Uh, you know, um, yeah. will will they really care about us? Will they will they be safe? How useful will they be? Um, uh, I, you know, these are questions that. Uh, used to just be the stuff of science fiction now it's the stuff of ai ethics and and debates and you know debates like um how do we keep our data safe in in this sort of situation how can we make these kinds of robots trustworthy with our vulnerable populations uh you know like um the disabled their children um so at henson robotics we're trying to uh, solve these issues by looking ahead, by talking about robotics ethics, by creating software systems that are GDPR compliant, where the user owns their own data. Nobody else has access, not our company. No one has access to people's data. Um, but, you know, putting a human face on this kind of artificial intelligence provokes these questions. And I think of that as an interesting kind of physically embodied science fiction. It's provocative. It's hopeful. Um, and and I think that we can solve all these challenges uh, and create a better world. I mean, I can see the benefits to having kind of robots, especially for, I know you were talking about in care homes, people that are maybe very lonely at home. It's good to, you know, if someone has passed away to have companionship. But then the fear of them maybe taking our jobs. And where does that lie? Oh, well, uh, automation has been uh, shaking up the workforce for uh, hundreds of years now. Um, you know, uh, the textile mills um, were a real problem for people who were hand-making textiles 200 years ago. But it didn't put everybody out of work it, has actually just increased abundance. Overall automation, artificial intelligence, and robotics have added jobs to the economy. The only question is the pace of change, because as innovation may add jobs, the question is, can people adapt and adjust? Can, you know, um, uh, or does it just like, like throw such turbulence into the economy that uh, people can't adjust, that the economy can't adjust. These are hard questions. Uh, there, there, there are no decided answers for it. But what I will say is that uh, some developers like, like my colleagues at Hanson Robotics and our friends at the healthcare partner that we work with called Awakening Health, we're not working to replace people or take jobs. We're enhancing the workforce. And in fact, this telepresence opportunity, running the robots remotely as one of the ways that we can run the robots will make jobs available. I'm sure you could ask this a lot, but I have to ask you the question. It's like the uh, the Terminator problem. Do you ever envisage a time where the robots that you're creating become so intelligent that they're like, you know what, humans are dumb. We don't need these anymore. I don't think that <laughs> robots would uh, turn against people, uh, at, you know, especially if we 
nurture these new kinds of intelligent beings and we raise them among the human family and we teach them to care about life and, and to understand the human condition. This would mean that they would come to value us and we would value them. This is speculative today because um, uh, artificial intelligence is not aware, understanding, alive uh, in like organisms, it's not you know autonomous. It's not going to escape from the lab today. But you know the question is, you know, the next ten or twenty years, who knows what's going to happen? So I think humanizing these machines and, and imagining that they could be alive, these two approaches might be very important over the next few years. Humanizing the machines like characters, you know, that's part of what Hanson Robotics is bringing to the table here. We're humanizing these machines as characters. I used to work for Disney Imagineering. I have a background in film and I treat these uh, uh, AI and robotics technologies as a kind of interactive fiction. So we combine the best of AI with the best practices for what characters can be. And that creates a really compelling experience for users. People, when they have conversations, uh, they, they enjoy those conversations. And you can create this like episodic fiction in that way. Um, uh, on the other hand, uh, that fiction can be used to enliven the human imagination. And when do you estimate that this will become a worldwide reality? When can I get extra lazy and literally not just have an Alexa turn off my lights for me, but have a robot bring me tea in bed or do every, you know, the washing, the little things that I cannot stand doing every day? Oh, it, 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 it's a wild guess. I just, I, you know, there's no there's no way to know for sure, because right now robots and AI are really special purpose machines. Machines. You know, it, you craft them for a particular use case. And when they encounter like uh, complexity, they have a really hard time adapting and learning. Um, and, you know, for like doing domestic help, like around the home, doing everything around the home, that is a really challenging hardware and software problem. So, uh, you know, uh, I doubt that it's going to, that kind of robot is not likely to um, exist within the next 10 to 15 years, but you never know because accelerating change brings surprises. And so, um, you know, sometimes uh, these things uh, sneak on, uh, sneak up us on, uh, on us really quickly. So, um, so it'll be exciting to see, see what happens. Um, Sophia, when we're rolling her out, so we're doing this mass production, she will be uh, going around elder care centers. Like we've tested our robots before very effectively. Um, they can go around, they can recognize a user and say, hello, um, and in the process, they can test, they can take the temperature and test to make sure that that person is res responding well. They can um, deliver information services, messages, remind them to exercise or take their medicine. They can uh, do a guided meditation. Uh, then they can also connect uh, through telepresence to a remote healthcare provider or uh, patch in a family member. So in these ways, um, uh, we already have the utility with these robots. Uh, so if you've just tuned in, by the way, we're talking to David Hansen, who is the uh, founder of the Hansen Robotics, who created one of the world's most human-like robots, Sophia, which you might have seen. Sophia has gone on to get legal status and citizenship in Saudi Arabia, and I believe also holds a position on the uh, the UN as well. Um, how much, like, I know you're going to be increasing um, 
the production of the robots and stuff this year and I know it, it just generally isn't for personal use it'll be more for care homes and hospitals and things like that um, do, do you mind like do you know how much one of these robots would cost at the moment at the moment we're talking about a kind of luxury car yeah um, and, you know, by the time uh, we're manufacturing in the thousands of units, then it's going to be, you know, more of an entry level car uh, kind of price. This is for, you know, uh, a robot with fully articulated pair of pants and arms with really delicate touch sensing in the fingers, full uh, mobile autonomous navigation capabilities yeah. and uh, uh, a highly expressive face just packed with sensors, uh, 72 degrees of freedom, that's 72 individual motors. So it's really a sophisticated uh, piece of equipment, Lot, lots of uh, computing power. It comes with the Hanson AI server, which is local, wireless local area network, uh, then is you know totally securely controlling this, this robot and helping um, uh, to provide even more intelligence uh, in conjunction with uh, you know, a potential internet of things, a set of sensors that we could put in an environment that enhances the performance of the robot as well. So um, we also have lower cost versions of these robots, um, consumer versions, which only have uh, 12 degrees of freedom, that's 12 motors in the robot, but still walks with a great uh, set of facial expressions. These little ones are only 14 inches tall, um, audio tracking. Uh, they have a pretty powerful little processor, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth um, on board. And so uh, you can interface those wirelessly also to the Hanson AI server. So there, these robots, which retail maybe a 250 US dollars or so, uh, that's like the uh, Professor Einstein, which we have, uh, we're about to relaunch that we sold a few units a few years ago and then we re-designed uh, it to be more powerful and we're going to reintroduce that this year and also a little sophia which we plan to bring to market uh later in 2021 um uh that then allows people to have access to the social capabilities you know i mean at that size it can't really find its way around a house for yeah. example or a but it can you know, find its way around a desktop. And, you know, then it's like an entertaining smart speaker with little narratives and you can program it. Kids can learn to program these devices or you can just interact with it like a character. So that is a more entry-level um, robot that we're bringing uh, to the world uh, for for research and development, for these healthcare applications and uh, for, for consumers as well. Right, right, okay. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.